Amen. We start our time of meditation today. Um, I just have to um, share that this week I have been thinking. You know that's seldom happens in my life. But I was wondering, how do I start the sermon today? And not so cleverly, I came up with a phrase, actually a question. What do you want for Christmas? My two front teeth. Now, for that question, I come up with an answer, even less cleverly. And here's my answer. To stop hearing about impeachment. And start thinking about the presents to come. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas is almost here and... Um, as we all are thinking about what is to come, all kinds of things come to mind. Uh, I know that this is a time that is very meaningful, very meaningful to people, sometimes in a very positive way, and sometimes it's sad. Again, we have, in this month alone, lost some loved ones in our family here. So it's very, very, very intense time, but also it's really intense because of the pressure that people are experiencing. I've heard more than one person that is anxious. They're anxious, preoccupied about buying presents, concerned about the money to buy presents <laughs> or about getting what their family or friends want. Isn't that the most difficult thing? If I'm going to buy a present, what do I buy? I know that my family went through that and that's why they got me socks. <laughs> But is it about what we want? Now, this, this week I also heard in the Billboard uh, Hot 100 announced the number one song for the holidays. You know what it is? All I want for Christmas is you. Finally, Mariah Carey's song, after 25 years, has become the number one song in the Billboard Hot 100. Interesting. And this is the only time that this has happened since the 50s. A holiday song, a Christmas song becoming number one. You know the last one? Which one it was? White. The Chipmunks. <laughs> With their Christmas Don't Be Late song. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas time is near. Time for toys and time for cheer. We've been good but we can't last. Hurry Christmas, hurry fast. 
We want plane that loops the loop. I want, I want a hula hoop. We can hardly stand the wait. Please, Christmas, don't be late. <laughs> that was the last number one song. <laughs> now, now check it out. Note the focus on <laughs> the rush, right, to get to Christmas. I mean, even then there was anxiety, right, about what? About getting what? Presents, no? But also, because the, the chipmunks <laughs> can't guarantee that they'll be good. <laughs> you know, it's that uncertainty <laughs> that I might miss it. <laughs> the gift, the gift is what I want. So this is even, you know, Mariah Carey's song. I mean, what I want for Christmas is what I want. That's the focus. And of course, Mariah Carey's term is, all I want is you, right? But who is the you? Now this is a great thing about the generic you. You can be anybody, right? So if you like the song, you'll be thinking about the you that you want. It can be anyone. But again, is all the fuzz about what we want, or is it about what we got? I think that the question is worth pondering. And it's nothing to do with nothing to do with impeachment. Believe me, it's got nothing to do with that. Because what we read today in the story in Matthew 1 is going to inform us about what that is. And we started in verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. Which means, God with us. So maybe it's not what we want, but it's about what we got. Now this Advent celebration is 
is a way to help us to focus in our lives, in all our thoughts, in all the mess, in all the anxiety, in all what the culture wants to make this about, just to focus on this one person. And with all the distractions, we might really miss the point that the one that makes the celebration special is not just you. It's not only a matter of celebrating a, a season of the shortest day. I was speaking with Michelle yesterday and we had a very deep the theological uh, discussion about the shortest day and the celebration of the solstice. Because in her mind, she keeps this very present. It's the shortest day. And I asked her, the shortest day where? In the southern hemisphere, guess what? It was the longest. <laughs> so, it's not about that. See, it's not the gifts. It's not the presents. It's not the sales on the things that we will get. It's not about celebrating how good we are or how good we have been or how good we can be until the day. Even though that would be worthy of celebrating because I know that if I can be good just for a little bit, I would celebrate. It's about the actual action, the giving. Now, giving is what really makes it special. But not what you're thinking. Because you know by now that I know what you're thinking, right? <laughs> it's not the giving as we know it. It's not the giving of the presence. Because the giving of the presence is really very limited. It's very short-sighted. That happens in a moment. And you might say, but wait a minute, what about the wise men? They, they brought gifts to the Lord, right? Well, that's what we used to celebrate. That's our model. And I have seen how many times there have been wise men in the nativity scenes. As a matter of fact, look at them. Yeah. They're right there. So is it, about, is it about the wise men and their gifts? Well, let me remind you that the wise men were not there that night. Right? As a matter of fact, we take a break, right, in our Christmas calendar and we wait until Epiphany. <laughs> To celebrate that, right? And in Puerto Rico, Judith knows well that that is the day of the gifts. Mm -hmm. right? That's the day when we are waiting for. And then, of course, when we became part of America, then the focus shifted. <laughs> and then we had two days to celebrate and to get gifts. <laughs> but in the old days, in our culture, in the Puerto Rican and the Hispanic culture, it was epiphany. The day of the presence, Noche Buena, or Christmas Eve. The focus was on singing about this one who came. <laughs>
the text today, it's all about giving. But you did not hear that word in the text, did you? God gave Mary a child. Mary was about to give birth. Joseph was about to give it all up. <laughs> and you see, we need to really think about what this term means so that we can really get into it. So I took some time to study the word in Hebrew. I studied, guys. <laughs> The word in Hebrew is Ahava. I had to work on that, really. She knows because we're studying this Hebrew thing. And Ahava is made of four letters in Hebrew. But the root of the word is three letters. And you know that in the Hebrew, instead of reading from left to right, you read from right to left. So the first is Aleph. That's the first letter of the alphabet. But the first letter in the word is actually a modifier of the word itself. It is the two letters in the middle that really make the sense of the word. And that base, those two letters, mean to give. Ahava, to give. Now, Aleph is the modifier, as I mentioned it. But in Hebrew, the meaning of Ahava is, I give. But the meaning of the word itself, those two letters, is love. Ahava. Now, check this out. Because this, I found this was so cool. For God so ahava the world that he ahava. Did you check out? <laughs> I just came to me. <laughs> now think about it. So God so loved that he gave. So love, this which we celebrate today, which the, the thing that is the theme of today is about giving. Now there's much more to be learned about this word. But please know that the giving is not referring to the gifts of temporal significance. It's not those things. I tell you, I tell you, I got the socks. And they wore out. I got the perfumes. Could never use them. I'm allergic. The gift that keeps on giving is not your 401k. So think about this for a minute. Joseph was 
a righteous man. That's what we're told, right? He was a righteous man. He wanted to do the right thing. He's not thinking about his own reputation. He's not thinking about his own standing in the society. He's thinking about what will happen if he does what he's contemplating and doing. He finds that this girl has a baby inside. So he studies the situation and he's deciding to bury this thing somehow. Right? He's deciding to dismiss this girl somehow but some way that it wouldn't affect her. Some way that would keep her still whole. How in the world did you do that? Well, he's struggling with this decision. Now, if it was any other man, that decision would be easy. Hello? Do you agree? If it was any other person, that would have been a done deal. I don't think that he had to think about it. Actually, the law was on his side. But he's struggling. So he's studying this. And we're told that God had to intervene. And God gives Joseph a vision that helps him make up his mind. Because he learned whose it was. This baby. And how the Holy Spirit intervened and gave Mary a gift. Now that was to give Mary covering. Right? The Holy Spirit, the angel, the announcement, all this is to give Mary covering. You know what that means, right? You know what a covering means? Protection. Protection. So that she would be able to manage herself in society with a special situation. Something that doesn't happen just to anybody. In order to live in that society, you had to have that covering. So, this gift that is given to Mary is actually then accompanied by a gift that Joseph provides for her. Love. See, love and giving are all wrapped up in this scene. She will bear a son and you will name him Jesus, says the angel. And they will name him Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. Remember that word we studied a little while ago? Ahava. Ahava. Last week I asked another question. I'm full of questions. You know this. 
How do we make this holiday season special when the magic and the wonder of the younger years is gone? How do we make it special? When we're not Charlie's age anymore. Remember? Did you remember when you were about that age? 10 years old? 11? Somehow you still were waiting for Santa Claus? Or the three wise men, in our case? Somehow you still with the expectation. But then you turn 14. Right? 15. 16. 17. Now you're grown. Right? Now you don't believe in these things anymore. How do you keep the excitement? Well, I'll tell you what happens then. You start searching. And you know what you're searching for, but you don't, can't pinpoint it. <laughs> you're searching for Ahava, that sense of wonder, that sense of, 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 of love. I don't know about you, but I remember sometimes when we had Christmas celebrations. There were a hundred people in these parties. My father's family was very numerous. They had many kids. I got cousins that I don't even know. They're all over the place. And somehow we would come together. And I tell you, the feeling that we got out of being together was not only because of the food. Although the food was that which made it somewhat special, right? But we always were yearning for that time to come again. Why? Because we were in the presence of those who we, Ahava, loved. That familial connection, the friends of our family, those who were introduced to us, somehow we created this connection of love. And once we didn't have Santa Claus in the middle anymore guess what somehow we were pulled to that connection somehow we wanted to experience that again and I tell you today still there's people wanting to experience that that same special feeling that now is no longer there there's a hunger there's a hunger today there is a hunger for that love, for that gift. There's a hunger for the peace that transcends all of understanding. There is a hunger. There's a yearning. Regardless of your age, regardless of your creed, regardless of your politics, regardless of what and who you are, there's always a hunger for that love. It's not to know Santa Claus is to know the Christ of Christmas. Now, have you heard it? Have you heard it this year? Has anybody, anybody said to you, Merry Christmas? Yes. Has anybody? I don't know about you, but this year, Merry Christmas is in the air. Yes. 
is in the air. For many years, happy holidays was the thing. Isn't that weird? I haven't heard anybody saying to me, happy holidays. They're saying, Merry Christmas. Amen. Jewish folks, even Muslims. Merry Christmas. Something is happening. Something is going on around us. And I think it's that same yearning to connect with that which represents this Christ that comes to us. Hmm. Gatherings, joy, but most of all, this Jesus represents what we all are yearning for. Emmanuel. Yeah. Emmanuel. Amen. That which is felt when you know God is with us. Amen. Yeah. Ahava. I, I practice that. Ahava. Ahava. Uh, I saw this picture of Ahava spelled out in Israel is you've seen probably love in these four letters right L-O-V-E in these monuments out in New York and different places there's this love in Israel there's these four letters it's representing something it's representing that which everybody wants it is so hard to find because we're looking in the wrong place because we're not necessarily connected with the one that who gave all I want for Christmas <laughs> Believe me, it's not you. Although I love you. Don't get me wrong. I love my wife. I love my kids. But I've settled on this. All I want for Christmas is you, my God, to be with me. And to fill this up, which is full of needs that go beyond what I even know. All I want is you. That present of love, which lasts way beyond the socks and the perfumes. That's not a critic. <laughs> That's not criticizing my family at all. So as we go on to this next few days, may this week be that for you Ahava love at last love at last love at last it's not freedom that we need but the love of God Emmanuel in our midst let's pray Nels.